Amy's family is filing for bankruptcy? Do men have a better sense of direction? And the new iPhone triggers whole phobia. All this and more on Brilliant Observations. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Brilliant Observations. I am here with Amy. Hello, 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 hello. And John. You know, we actually got some dear listener feedback. Melissa and I did from the same person. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh, yes, we did. I'm like, did we really? Yes. Oh, yes. We on, on the did. side. Yeah. Go ahead, John. We got it Tell on us the all download. about it. Well, uh, Honor Knight, who is a friend of the show, all he uh, messaged me and said, you know what? You're right. That Bill Burr special is hysterical. Funny you should say that. I have a co-host named Amy Fugazi who has an opinion oh, on this topic as well. You're a fucking rat. You're a rat. You're a blonde rat. I want to hear what you have to say. I really want to hear what you have to say about this. And I, I mean, Here's- don't hold back. Tell me what you think. <laughs> she can't. <laughs> Why? That's that's. I, I wish that I could hold back. Here's the trick. Okay. I had a very long, arduous, physically painful day on Sunday, and I thought, you know what? I give baths for my children all the time. I run them this, like, lavender bath, and I put in, you know, beautiful aromatherapy and lights and all this, and I'm like, fuck them. I'm taking a bath. So I ran the bath, and I thought, what shall I watch? I know. I'll watch this stupid special so that if it comes up again, I'll at least have some awareness of what's going on. Oh, no. And I got to tell you, I got to tell you. Not relaxing. (laughs) <laughs> I took the Hannah Gadsby defense because two minutes in, I said, you know, <laughs> this isn't really speaking to me. And, so, And here's the thing. I got to tell you, here's the thing. You know what? He doesn't. He's not your cup of tea. And that's perfectly fine. He could be my cup of vodka. I just needed tea when it was time to sit down and watch him. And I thought, I'm not doing this right now. So I honestly, it, then I got frustrated what, taking another 15 minutes to find some idiotic romance movie. And get this, Missy, I landed on The Lake House. That's how oh. hard up I fucking was. Because I'm like, I'm getting in this bath and I'm watching something with Keanu Reeves where he's not stabbing someone. Fuck you. I like The Lake House. That was a, it was, that was a good one. It was actually very good. I liked it. Good. Never seen it. Dumb. You don't want to. It's super dumb. Okay. It's very good. So I went back because I'm a glutton for punishment. Oh, no. And I watched the whole Hannah Gatsby special. Wow. Dun, dun, dun. The whole thing. And? I st- I'm, sticking with my, I'm sticking with my original opinion. It's not stand-up comedy. It is a lecture. But do you get it now? Do you get it's a, her point? It's a lecture of the woke school. I, I understand her point. I don't agree with a lot of it, but I understand her point. Uh, wait a minute. I, I got I to keep up. It's a lecture of the woke school? Woke scold. The woke scold. Sco- woke scold? Come on. You don't know what is the that, woke scold is? No. Is that like a reverse tip of the head? The woke the scold <laughs> is the left who has no sense of humor whatsoever. I mean, you couldn't pound a pin up their asshole with a five-pound sledgehammer. Oh, John, sledgehammer. I am on the left, and I have an incredible sense of humor. I don't know what you're talking about. You <laughs> stop lumping people into the left and the right. That's oh, no, the no, problem. No, no. So what ha- – okay, here's a perfect example. Let's just Do it. dive right into it. So Saturday Night Live just announced 
three new Uh-oh. members. Yeah. And they're all getting ready to go. And as soon as it happened, what happened? The woke skull, the woke skull went in and they started digging through the everybody. Let's find something. Let's I bet you did this. Did you hear did you hear what he had said that yeah, was yeah. problematic yeah. when you're trying to appeal to the masses in humor? You mean the woke scold and the tight ass I'm going to ask you to stop saying that because it makes me want to punch you because uh, I can't uh, decide no. what is your jersey accent and what the fuck you're saying. Woke <laughs> scold. The yeah. people that are woke I asked and you since to stop they're woke that because it they will scold you for not oh Stepping with what they say, because you don't believe what they believe, they will scold you and they will ruin you, just like they did with this new guy from Saturday Night Live. He didn't even make this the show what, John? yet. Johnny, I'm teeing you up because what is it? It's the cancel culture. Cancel culture. Yeah, exactly. He gets it in one. This poor guy has been breaking his balls, going to comedy clubs, doing open mics, schlepping middles, doing all this other stuff. Trying. He finally gets his big ass break. He gets he gets picked to be on Saturday Night Live, and some jack off goes over there, goes through his old tweets, goes through his old comedy, out of context, you know, stuff he might have been working on, stuff he doesn't even use, but found it on, you know, he's on a podcast talking or whatever, and now all of a sudden his life's over. He's back to being some piece of shit. He might, and here's a poor guy. All he's done is try to work his craft and make his way up through the middle. And he finally gets his big break, and these assholes go in there and dig through shit and say, Aha! We found something, and we are not going to allow you to make any money. So SNL apologizes that they did not vet him as well as they normally oh, vet go people. Oh, fuck themselves. They haven't been funny since the 80s. Oh, I think that's the, a lie. Uh, Smack your face. I think you're Shut wrong. Shut your mouth. Yeah, I think you're wrong on that I'm one. Sorry, I, I disagree. They are hard. The place is horrible. The guy did apologize, ah. and he did say, you uh, know, see, that I've was his had mistake. a lot of. That no, was, he stopped said, apologizing. I comedy, went, it's not all gold. You said it. He's exactly, been working and working, so, it, yeah, so he's I had shit bad, out there. I made a bad joke. That's Here's a an ladder. apology. You're saying don't no, no. apologize, but I made a I bad made joke. A joke. It's an apology. It didn't work. Here's a ladder. Get over it. That's what I say. Don't sit there and, and they, you sit there and kowtow and apologize. And what do they do? They still stick to shivin' and twist it. Screw them. At least I would have more respect for this guy. I say, hey, listen, I tried some things. I wasn't sure how it was going to work or whatever. You know, it is what it is. You don't like it? Don't listen. I, I'll be honest. I'm more surprised that it was it was anti-Asian comments and that our – that your culture um, decided that that was the reason. So I was kind of impressed that they didn't say, well, you know, uh, it was a community that – Look, wait, can, can I break that down? Meaning, because it's like no, the Asian culture it's okay has to pick on the Asians. Well, no, the, is that where you were going? Well, that's that's where I was, and I'm so glad that they didn't say that it was okay. I'm so thrilled that they stood up for not, not because he, the, he did an Asian accent, like Dave Chappelle did. No, I identify he did a lot as an more Asian. Than that. No, and John, hang on, hang on for context, because I only learned about this this afternoon. So many listeners may not know about it at all. The issue is that they've hired three new comedians well, for Saturday two, Night Live. Because one okay, of them well, got canceled. Well, listen now. So they've, they've hired three. And within an hour of announcing this guy, this information about his set surfaced. And it wasn't a lone joke. It wasn't even an attempt at a joke. It was a podcast from last year. So it's current work. Not 10 years where the, ago. Where the entire focus of the podcast was to make fun of 
Asians and do funny accents and make fun of oh, we can't do cultural references. Anymore? How you uh, the the whole point of it was stop. not it didn't sound no don't stop it it wasn't a joke. Here's what let me How pick, you know let me see if I can joke? because if it was a joke there would have been a joke in there and everyone who wrote about this which is the only way that I've been able to see it and experience it. They have said if he was going for a joke, at least he could say, I was going for a joke. I took some risks. It didn't work. Instead, what he said was, I'm happy to apologize. This is a quote from him. I'm happy to apologize to anyone who I have actually offended because he seems to think that he's being persecuted and vilified yes. on your train, right? For no, no good reason. When in fact, it doesn't sound like he was doing a really thoughtful set. Someone referred to him, and I agree with this. This is a white guy punching down. Oh my this god. This is not a great joke. Down. This is not a great joke. It be if it's a if it's culturally interesting, if it's illuminating, if it's risque and funny for some reason, but if you want to just take culture you talk about lazy comedy all the time. How is an old, boring, stereotypical cliche actually funny? Like what's funny? Because he he had a funny accent. I We're used, gonna give him that. I used phrases he used to my son just to hear what he thought and he cringed. He's he just couldn't Yeah because believe. he's been taught he's been taught that we're not allowed to do that stuff anymore. So let me tell you a little story. I'm gonna get myself in trouble. I'm gonna get canceled. Get ready with the buzzers people. What what hang on I'm gonna get the pop here we go. Uh oh so when I maybe, back maybe when I was uh, unhappy and married uh, we used to get this place, we used to get Chinese food from this place called Mr. Rice. And Mr. Rice was in a strip mall. So you would walk in and you would say to the lady, I would say, I would like to have beef and broccoli and the white sauce. I'd like to have two orders of steamed dumplings, some Chinese pizza. And uh, what the fuck? First what is a Chinese pizza? Let's start back with the beef and broccoli and white sauce. What the fuck kind like, of order how is dare, this? How white sauce dare is you ranch. menu shame me? You should be ashamed. So, pizza. You should be canceled so if that's what you're the lady, eating. The lady Chinese pizza. The lady the in perfect English. Shh. Can I finish oh. my story, you two? Obviously no. Jesus Christ. You're, it's too good. It's too good. It's too good. So it's she she good. sits there and in perfect English, she says to me, okay, beef and broccoli and white sauce, shakes her head. Okay, steamed dumplings and Chinese pizza. And then she turns around and she goes, I got it! And she starts screaming in the back where there's like four guys with these big giant walks, right? And they're, and they, they, they start cooking and shit. And it's a fun, I'm telling you what, it was the funniest thing I ever seen because I have no idea what they're saying. They, you know, they could be saying, the fat white guy wants beef and broccoli, but guess this, guess what? He wants white sauce. Of course he wants white sauce. You know, so we have no idea what he's saying. But so they're actually the funny ones here. Their comedy is going on behind no, no, the that's door. That's me. That's me. I'm the funny one. <laughs> I don't I'm know. I'm talking because I have no idea what they're saying. I go in there. She speaks perfect English, and then she turns around and screams at them all. And I have no idea what language she's screaming at them all. And they're like, uh, uh, and they and they just start cooking, and the food comes out. So it's whatever. And I thought to myself, I have no idea what they're saying. You know, they could very easily mock my order like you two just did. But well, you first did it of all, English. your order is wildly mockable. And second of all, why Whatever. would she, in a perfect English accent, talk to them if that's not the language they speak? Of course she's going to speak I their can't, language. I don't know. But see, here's – so what the reason I told that story yeah. is because it doesn't – it won't even be funny unless I start talking about her screaming in a language that I don't understand. And to do that, I have to imitate her. So the fact that I imitate her means now I'm a racist – for some reason, because to me, racist means that I believe that my race is a 
is uh, better than any other race, which I do not. But if I just imitate somebody... In fact, our race has proven to be a lot dumber than recently I don't than know many about other races. That. I don't oh, know about that. Maybe you're not reading the news. Well, maybe I'm not maybe, reading the news. How about if I just look at a history book? Yeah. All right. Let's do that. Let's look at that. Let's, okay. Who invented the car? Thank you. Oh, John. John, John, who invented a car with exhaust that's killing the Woo! planet that we're Woo! not going to be able to inhabit? On slope. You get um, up every morning and you get in that planet-killing car and you drive your kids to school and you drive them back even though they could take a bus. In my Tesla that is not has no exhaust oh, whatsoever and no on. emissions test on my when Tesla? You, listen, when you decide to give up your car... And then didn't talk about it. But you sit there and say and t- talk about how, oh, it's the kill on the planet and everything. Meanwhile, you're still doing it. You're I know. Like I just commented that it was scream- a white man that created it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Henry Ford. Uh, the Wright brothers. Plain. Right. Yeah. So I think we're disagreeing, but you're agreeing. And it's All very confusing. All I'm just saying is you make it so- sound like we're fucking stupid and we're not. So there's a TV show called Fresh Off the Boat. I don't watch it, and I haven't, but I'm pretty confident that's Asians mocking Asians. Um, oh. We watched what's Kim's Convenience on Netflix is the mm-hmm. sweetest, funniest, most hilarious show to the point where now it's our common, it's in our common vernacular to say, sneak attack, sneak attack. Ethan and I walk around like... Uh, he leaves his shoes on the floor and I trip over him. He said he pops up out of nowhere and says sneak attack. It's just something that happened in the show. There are ways to find humor without saying, God help me. I can't believe these words are about to come out of my mouth without saying the things he said. I, I, I can't, I can't, I can't even do it. I'm so sorry. It's just, no, you don't need to, repeat it's not, it. it's not in me. If it makes so you I uncomfortable, just, then don't repeat it. Like, it does. It, re- it makes me uncomfortable hearing it, seeing it written. And it's not even written out. Did you notice Remember we talked about how Chrissy Teigen posted about the president. Right. Remember we talked last week about – Call him a pussy-ass bitch. Right. And we thought that was fucking brilliant. I and still how do. On, on the news, they can't say it, but on cable, they can. And not only did they, they said it maybe 14 billion times per episode of Mockery. And that, for some reason, I enjoyed hearing. There are just certain things that – and there are some I can't even see in writing because I find it wildly offensive. So, Look, he, he had comedy that he even admits was not comedy, and he apologized. Does he deserve to lose his job? Hmm. We have an Asian candidate for president right now who who was offended by and wanted, I believe Andrew Yang was offended by it and wanted to address really, that what issue. Did he get a hive? Um, how how bad was he offended? We also he Did also he has an Asian coworker. He also has an Asian coworker who was just hired to Saturday Night Live, who would be working with him directly day day yeah. to day. A writer last year who has now been elevated to I guess on air comic is what they're called cast member. So it's okay to make fun of white culture now, right? Because we're we're it's it, that's a totally acceptable now. Do you remember we talked about marginalized cultures and if you're well now we're on now them, we're the major, now we're the white. The white Don't culture is now going to say, sentence. oh, it's marginalized so, right now because everybody's allowed to make jokes of it. I not think even it is. a little. In my not, opinion, not it even, is. Not even a little. But says in factual content. No, says says anybody with eyeballs. White people I are have not eyeballs, marginalized. So not anybody. Oh, my God. Yes, John. If you're, if, I can't. Hey, listen. What's if next? you're taking a shot at me, then it's open season, like at a roast. If you're sitting there taking a shot at somebody, they're allowed to load up and take a shot at you. 
That's and all I'm saying. We watch. I watch the Alec Baldwin roast because the fact that you think white people are being persecuted I missed it makes because me fucking I was crazy. Watching the Eagles get their ass kicked by the. Falcons. I'm sorry about that. Let's start there. I'm sorry about the Eagles. Um, so what are they? One and one? Yeah, they're one and one. But anyhow, I, I meant to. I tried to record it, but for some reason it didn't record. And so I didn't get. It'll be on again. It'll It'll be be on on again. again. Right. It was hilarious. And John and I were talking just before you came met us, Amy, about how a roast is all the venom. It's all the venom. Don't even show up to that audience if you are not prepared to have lightning strike you. Because on that dais was, I mean, Jeff Ross, because he's both the roast master general and brilliant at roasting. Absolutely. Caitlyn Jenner, Robert De Niro. What's his name that dated the, uh, was that basketball player? Um, Who was there? Caroline Ray was there. Ken Jong, right. remember him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's. And I remember him. He's from my my little town here. Is he really? Nikki Glazer, yeah. Right. Doctor um, Doctor Jong is from Greensboro, North Carolina. Went to NCAT. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's an actual mm-hmm. doctor. Right. It was one of the funniest, funniest roasts. I mean, I don't think anything can top the Rob Lowe roast because no. when you're caught with a 16 year old girl on video and you can laugh at yourself and still just be breathtaking as you do it, <laughs> you. I mean. <laughs> That's that's he is the reason and Alec Baldwin that the white race will never be marginalized because they have those creatures as as representatives. But John was saying he was stunned at how much abuse Caitlyn Jenner took and then gave out after that. And I said, you can't unless you're willing to. It was brilliant. Ireland was there. His daughter. They talked about she came on and she did. I don't know. Four, well, okay, five so minutes. I didn't see the whole thing. I only saw some of it. Yeah, it was wildly uncomfortable. It wasn't funny. Hers, her. You mean hers? hers yeah. Ireland. Yeah, it, she just went out there and just ripped them. So during the Bruce Willis roast, uh, Demi Moore came out. Yeah, and she was really, really funny, and she took some really good shots at Bruce. Alex's daughter, I can't think of her name now. Ireland. Ireland. She just came out and basically, it was like a therapy session. She just roasted him. and th- All the hurt that came out that she feels for her father came out in that. And it was uncomfortable. I loved it. And, you know, and then he, instead of just sitting there and taking it, he just tried to embarrass her again. And I, I'm sorry. Wait, how did he, I'm sorry I missed that. How did he try to embarrass her? Well, she she said something and it didn't really land. The joke didn't really land. And he just went, ha, 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 and started clapping like it wasn't, you know, he just exaggerated how unfunny it was. I thought she did great. Yes, it was like therapy. She said, you know, I'm going to tell you something you've never said to me growing up. Good night. Like he was he was ever there for a good night, like a single. Um, it's, then she said, you know, I'm honored to be here with um, – I was I was honored to be raised by an Academy Award winner, you know, my mother. Um, and she talked about it. She talked about her mother. So she took some. Yes, she took some. That is what a roast is. That's why if you don't have the thickest skin, you don't belong there. That's what comedy is, to be quite honest with you. They take something and, and they make it absurd and they look at it from different angles. That's what comedy can be. That's what it that's is. Absolutely. But absolutely, that's what a roast is. That is what a roast is. That's what it's called. That's the definition of a roast. So I have a theory that one of the things that makes one of the things, one, because he's brilliant. But one of the things that makes Dave Chappelle's jokes so funny is that he can use the N-word. 
You can just use it with impunity and it's no big deal. And you know what? That's fine. But even if I was allowed He's to. He's glad you approve. <laughs> right. Even if I was allowed to, I would never use that because there are, a pl- there are people that I know, people of color and something like that, 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 you know, that would hurt them. And I, I wouldn't do that. All right. And when I said that to somebody, they're like, no, they said they, they disagreed with me. I said, okay. So then I took like three or four of his jokes and I told him without the word. And they just looked and they go, yeah, you know what? You're right. It's funnier with the word. I go, yeah, it is. But I, so what? It is. And I don't have a problem with that. I think the pendulum is swinging back around where, you know, you can parody and make fun of even marginal groups, even if it's punching down or whatever. Whatever. Uh, Right. And (laughs) whatever. Right. Whatever. Get over Um, it. Here's a ladder. Adam Carolla was there, too. (laughs) And he he's just he's you. (laughs) He said, you know. If you're offended by anything you heard tonight, go fuck yourself. Like, he just, he's you. Right. But I don't like him, and I like you. Well, and so I'm sure I'll change just, that. I used to, <laughs> you, it's, John, do you know how long we've been doing this? Yeah, it's 97 episodes. 97 we're, episodes. Yeah, we're, we're almost at two years almost that we're doing years. this. Right? Yeah, but, well, so, but Adam Carolla's podcast, I used to listen, and then he just became an angry old white racist jackass and no, i was we stayed the same everybody else changed all right don't don't lump yourself with him i was really just saying he said go fuck yourself if you don't think it's funny because this is a rose yeah we're at the age right now as we watched george carlin and richard pryor and uh sam kennison and andrew dice clay we watched all this stuff we laughed at it and now if you even come close to something like that then out, out comes the get ready Woke scold. I, 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 you know and, what? I'm going to start stroking out when you. I can't with you in your accent. And they and run to the twitters. You, did you fucking make they, that up? Like it's so strange. No, Is that a John. Thing? Believe it or not, I did not make that up. And they run to the twitters and they tweet. I was offended by this. You know, I was all a Twitter. In 280 characters, and they use a hashtag, and they yeah, all that kind of stuff. So I was talking to Amy earlier, and she said, um. Yeah, my family's going out. They're going shopping. And I believe her quote was, Amy's family goes to REI. In other news, Amy files for bankruptcy. Why is it that we can't go to a fucking store anymore with two or more kids without dropping hundreds of dollars? Or- I still got to Google what REI is. I have no idea. It's Think of it as Costco for outdoor gear. So you're basically walking into a store where they have really beautifully packaged, Why? high performance, Why should you know this end. place? You don't go outside. Why should you know this place? <laughs> Back in the day, I used to go outside. Okay. I believe that. All right. Well, if you choose to go outside again, you'd be interested to know that at REI, they have all the gear you could ever need. And listen to how snot posh this place is, okay? We went in for a backpack Hold on to your edges, John. A backpack fitting with a professional. Stop it. And it took an hour. It took do you mean an a, hour. Do you mean you a bra and your fitting? white privileged backpack? Backpack fitting. No, it's because the boy was hiking in the woods, sleeping on the ground for a week. And so they fit you. It's a backpack with a frame and a special harness and all that. It really has to fit properly or you're going to fuck yourself up. So, I mean, I, I get all that. But at a certain point, 
every time we walk into that place, I feel like I'm just writing out another mortgage payment. And the worst part of it, I have three of these little fuckers at home and they all go to the same school. So they all go on the same trips. So guess what's sitting in the fucking closet? A backpack previously fit to the brother who looks just the fuck like you at that age. (laughs) Go open the door to the closet. I don't need to buy three fucking backpacks. Jam your feet into those shoes. They're not too tight. It's only a week. Shut up. Why do I have to buy another pair of $200 boots? So I I found it REI Co-op. So at the top of the (sighs) webpage, it's like camp and hike. Nope. Climb. Nope. Cycle. Nope. Paddle. Don't think so. Run. Snow, no. Yoga. <laughs> How about hydrate? Is hydrate one of them? You can get hydroflask. No, but there's there. a travel and then that's it. So basically, yeah. Although back in the day, this would be, you know, I probably would have liked this. But, you know, right now, not so much. It's crazy good Mecca, but when you're in there spending for your kids and dropping like $112 on a lightweight rain slicker, it makes you feel like an idiot. And the kids don't know any better. They're just like, yep, that fits. And the salespeople are what going, What a white privilege place. Counter. Hydro flask, standard mouth vacuum water bottle with sports okay. cap. That's 21 it. ounces, $36. They don't have any elevators. There's two floors. You got to walk up these giant stairs or wooden stairs. It's so I'm talking. It's like a it's like a hefty big deal to get up and then you're constantly going up and down these fucking stairs. And then all the way upstairs, the entire top floor is the woke section, and you have to be white to go in there. And then they have the cancel culture (laughs) dressing rooms in the back with with a special support bra. That holds your tits and your nuts because, you know, you might you might need support in all the areas. They're very supportive. This is really funny. How expert advice. How to choose a hammock. (laughs) A banana hammock? It just says hammock. How to paddle a paddleboard. Basic strokes. Mm. This is the whitest website I think I've ever, ever seen. You have to talk to the employees there because they're hired because of the outdoor activities in which they excel so you go into the hiking area and there's Mm -hmm. a guy who could tell you about all the local trails and within a six hour distance from the store in question they'll tell you where you can go and this one really off the beaten path up at mount batty in maine and this like they just know all the places and then you go to the the next department and they tell you all the places all the rivers that you can paddle and all that stuff they are experts in their field unlike Oftentimes, Home Depot, when you walk in and you say, hey, Tony, because your name's on your pinny or your smock, your apron, I need a bit for, and he's like, let me find you the bit for guy. It's not, it's not helpful. Got to get you into tools. And they're cheaper at Home Depot, too. So you should get into tools and less outdoorsy stuff. So look at all the money you're saving, John, by being very indoorsy. Yeah, you know, I used to do all that stuff, freeze my ass off, go out and get soaking wet, get sick, all that kind of crap. Then you got smart? Yeah. And now you stay indoors. Now I podcast. I'm a little nervous that Amy is really starting to take care of herself. Like she's started this uh, burn boot camp and she goes for weeks now. It's like week three that she goes every morning at 6 a.m. and they kill her because when our families go away... Everybody goes skiing and Amy and her swollen knees and I, who we sit by with a hot toddy by a fire and we enjoy each other's company and play cards and and do eat 
fattening foods. And now she's taking care of herself. She's getting the liquid out I of her knees. I won't be no more. That's it. What's next? Next, you're... Next, you become a joiner, and I sit by that fire by myself, <laughs> like the douche nozzle that I am. I don't like you that. know I'll never join. I'll never join. So when I was 21, uh, I had to move my work moved up into a area that was a little ma- more mountainous. It was about an hour away from where we are, we are re- where we are here, and I go there, and there's nothing to do, nothing to do. So I about five miles from my apartment. There is a ski, you know, place to ski. So I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to learn to ski. Uh So I went and I rented skis for the season and I went and I bought a a season uh, lift ticket. And after work, I would go and I would throw my skis and boots and everything in there. And I had my, I was all outfitted up and I would go over to that mountain and I would go up and I took lessons and everything. And I never, ever, ever felt comfortable or in control. And I thought to myself... I am strapping slippery sticks to my feet and going down an incline. And, and, and basically what it was was just controlled crashing. Like I would get to a point where, and the thing about it for me was that the more out of control I got, the faster I went. I can see why uh, Sonny Bono uh, wiped out. I think it also killed a Kennedy uh, on a slope. They were playing football and crashed into a tree. Liam Neeson's wife, too, right? Yeah, I think, yeah. Yes. I think so. Right. So I've tried all these things, and they were okay at the time, but nothing's really grabbed me. So I tried regular skiing. I liked water skiing because the problem, with, the nice thing about water skiing was the, the more you got out of control, as soon as you let go of the rope, you slowed down. Snow skiing, the more you got out of control, you just got, it just everything just went faster, and you were just trying not to... <laughs> Kill yourself. <laughs> Amy. Right. <laughs> right into a wall. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I like the I like the picture of you tucking and rolling and all of a sudden this like snowball starts getting bigger and bigger as you're going down a mountain and it's a huge snowball and it wipes out children and there are little skis coming out of it uh, everywhere and it keeps picking up momentum. I couldn't even count the amount of people that I wiped out and had to apologize to. So one time you come down and you know how you come down to the, I thought I was doing a lot better. So I figured I'm coming down. I'm going to go right up to the, the, the lift line and, and just, turn. Gonna, just turn, sh- stop, and then just kind of walk over. <laughs> so there's all these people there. So I go to slide. I catch a ski. Now it plants. <laughs> I launch oh. in midair Ooh. like a missile and I crash <laughs> in about four people waist high. If it was the NFL, they would have thrown a flag for unnecessary roughness. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh. is everybody okay? I wish I could animate that. <laughs> I really do wish I could animate that. Oh, it was, yeah. And then I would go with my friends. Like, I would say, hey, come on up here. We're going to go skiing. And they all knew how to ski. So what they would do is they would let me go down first, and they would watch me crash. And then when I would fall... They would come up behind me, and as they would come up, they would do that thing where they would turn and spray snow all over me. So when I stood yeah. up, I looked like a Yeti. Good friends. Yeah, but that's what you were trying to do when you plowed over no, that just family of four. I've got to tell you, yeah, he's listen, to I was 21, like 22. The there was two or three hot females there. <laughs> I'd come down and launch in the midair. Miss, thank God I missed the three females. I think I plowed into one of their boyfriends, and I think a set of parents. I don't know. I'll wipe them it. right out. No, I didn't have any skis on. Thank God, I probably would have killed one of them. That's how you do it, though. Mm-hmm. That's how you're like. Oh, is that your boyfriend? I got it. 
I got this. I see that your boyfriend was taken away by snow patrol <laughs> due to an unforeseen ah. accident. I was wondering if you would like to have a drink with me. I hear Melissa and Amy are sitting by the fire. We could join them. <laughs> I used to have such spectacular crashes on the hill that the ski patrol would come down to see if I was okay. They're, oh, he's got to be hurt. They bring the sled down. You okay? Yeah. I got to find my ski. There would be times where I would try to, we'd try to find my ski, like be in the woods somewhere. Yeah, it was hysterical. That's, that's terrifying. I think the older you get and as your center of gravity changes and your reasons to live increase, you know, having children, I am less likely to ever try any of those things. What happens as you get older is you break things like, and you hurt things and you don't recover. Before, I would fall, and I would get up, and I'd just find my ski and get my skis back on again. I remember one time I went, and uh, I bought a brand new pair of jeans, and I didn't have a chance to go get my ski pants on. So I figured I'd just ski in jeans. It was kind of warm out or whatever. And then at the end of the night, when I looked back up the hill, there was all these blue streaks from where I would crash, and the dye would run into the snow. Oh, holy Lord. Yeah, it was a horrible scare. But the thing was, I tried. Yeah, so that kind of takes me into the hand-me-down dysfunctions. There, um, there are a couple of things that are going on in our household, and I don't want my kids to take my dysfunctions because that's what I'm modeling for them. Let me give you an example. You know, the Jewish holidays are coming. You mean another we- example, but go ahead. Yeah, I know. He's right. When he's right, he's right. When he's not right, I'm happy to call him on it. But when he's right, he's right. Um, The Jewish holidays are coming and there are honors you get. You have readings and you have like uh, other honors. And we were given an honor and I do not enjoy reading, getting up in front of people. I don't I don't want to. (laughs) Are you just trying to finish that sentence for me? I, I don't I don't want to do it. So I said, hey, Stuart will get up in front of anybody. You big dope. Go ahead. Um, what was it? I've called big... bullshit on this story. So wait. So I said to one of my children, will you go up and, and dr- it's dressing the Torah. So they read out of this book and then they close up the, the scroll and then you put like a cover and you, you redress it and put it away. And it's, it's a, that's just too heavy for you. Well, that's Stuart would big. hold it and the other person would dress it. And I'm just not a person who wants to stand up in a room full of people um, unless they're and like muscle with the thing that's as big as a half a mattress and there's for people who don't know and be looked you know. at from behind and be like as, as you're doing that hey, um, hey, I just hey, can I just muzzle. can I just thanks can I just sit and and watch and and <laughs> sit in judgment can I just do that on a holiday <laughs> on a holiday where on a holiday where all you do is apologize for sitting in judgment. Can I just sit in judgment? Just so, let me know when I'm allowed to call bullshit on this whole thing. So I said to my kids, can one of you just do this with daddy? It was lovely for them to ask us and give us this honor. Can you just do that? I would be super proud if I watched my family get up. Let me quell a little, sit there and be like, you guys are the best. No, I don't want to do it either. Why? If you don't have to do it, why do I have to do it? Why do you have to pick up my dysfunctions? I fucking told you to do it. That's why you have to do it. Fine. And, and Stuart's answer is, yeah, why don't, why don't you just say no to the honor? And I thought, yeah, I could do that. But I really would enjoy watching you guys get up and represent our family. You know, Don't you burn somewhere? Do you have a hell that you get to burn there in is, if you say no to honors? No, there is no hell. But do you roll underground? To, there's no hell. No, there's no hell. The Jews to hell is right now. Yeah, we're living it. 
<laughs> oh, fuck. We're living it. You're living too it too. Soon. We brought you here that's, too. That joke's, that's, that joke's too soon. No, seriously, I didn't realize yeah. there was that. That only the uh, not so much on the hell. The Christie's like the heaven and hell stuff. No other 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 gangs have hell. This, this right? Gang don't have hell. Well, fuck. Yeah. Lucky you, man. Jump, jump on board anytime you want. There's bingo, bango. There's no fee. Nice. No fee involved. Um, Bagels. So it's, it's hold on. Looking up. Wait, I got oh, another one. Wait, I'm not letting him in yet. I'm this. not letting him in yet. So okay, this good, this good. Saturday was the restaurant festival closest to us to at this <laughs> downtown Westchester, PA. And yes. and all these restaurants come. I posted a picture of these ribbon fries. They take one potato and like a drill bit thing and they shave down the entire potato. They deep fry it and we slathered it in cheese and Old Bay. <laughs> and it's like you're really pulling it apart because it's really all still connected. It was it was so good. I, it's now craveable. So anybody out there who knows where I could get that on the local, do let me know because I'm all in. So... I, I want yeah, I, wanted- I had four fucking almonds. Yeah, that's... <sighs> no, stick with you. Go. Amy, you got to eat, girl. Stop, nap, nap, because I want to hear more about the potatoes. So, so it was amazing, and, and we made the kids go. We're like, this is our forced family fun. We're not watching a movie. You're going to go out in public. You're going to eat good food, frozen lemonade. You could have, like, you food and drinks and, and desserts, and they had uh, food trucks everywhere. One of them had just cookie dough. <laughs> like like it was ice cream you're scooping into cookie dough. I've seen it in Manhattan before, but a food truck here in in Chester County, PA, super Ethan really enjoyed that. All this stuff there are so many people there. I started to hive up like all these people are so close to you. They're going in the wrong direction. They're dumb, they're smelly. It was a hot day. And I just don't want my kids to say things like I don't want to go there. There are too many people. I I don't want them to have my, it took me 45 years to become this fucked up. There's no way you could start out at 16 this crazy. You need to, you need to earn your crazy. Okay, John, go. All right. So let me just do my first bullshit thing and then I'll address the second bullshit thing. So the first bullshit thing. And we is, might have to take it in ways. I wish right? I could, I wish I could do justice to the song, but there's a song is do, 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 do. And the reason I know this song is because Melissa and her whole Open family. Open up the champagne. Pop. Are you talking about yes. my house? Yeah. Yes. You got up in front of a whole bunch of people and did a choreographed dance. So don't tell me you can't get up. Was choreographed. Choreographed dance. That's the Irish version. the Irish yeah. for your fantastic <laughs> benai mitzvah. Oh, you think I did that by accident? Hey, choreographed. Top of the muzzle to you. Dance where you were like the... Gladys Knight and the Pips up there. And so you go through that, but you can't go up in front of somebody and read. Cut me a break. Do, 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 do. There you go. That's it. Do, do. And then yeah. here's the other thing. You know why you are the way you are right now? Because oh. you've been conditioned this way because you, when you were younger, you used to go out and do all these things and it didn't bother you. But the older you get, you start to get set in your ways and you're like, you know what? I don't like smelly people. And you know what? These two pe- <laughs> these people are close to me. And that guy over there, he looks like a Republican, for God's sake. And mm-hmm. and if there's a red hat, somebody's wearing a red hat, God forbid. Hold, let's look Some for a pink. Some of my best friends are Republicans. Don't, don't say that. Oh, how do you even stand them? But they won't wear that red hat. I'll tell you that. So it's so funny that we've demonized a red hat. Like the other day, there was a red hat, and on the hat, someone said, make Brad Pitt great again. And they almost got beat up for it. 
they were making a joke o- over the hat. And, and the thing is now that a red hat with white That's writing funny. on it, it, it makes people lose their shit. Yeah, agreed. It does. And same thing with me. I, I, I don't want to go out and stand in line and sit next to people and I got to hear their stories be, and I'm but trying to talk agree? over them. But can when you you're agree younger, that it's not okay for my kids to have but the, that opinion. Here's the deal: they're not going to have that opinion because they, it's new for them, and they're going to want to try these things, and, and they're not going to be annoyed at first because everything's new, and, and and they're looking through it through new eyes. But we have been going through this now for twenty something years, and we've had enough. Like I love the fact now that movie theaters you can buy your seat, like almost like at a sporting event, and you can go and sit where you want to sit, and then and here's the other thing. I like going to the movies during the day when I'm in there and the guy's sweeping up the old popcorns in there. It's like two of us. And I can sit there and watch the whole movie. Better yet, I love the fact when the movie comes. You mean I, that popcorn that my mom threw on the floor? Yeah, right. Exactly. I can go get a big thing of popcorn and a box of Milk Dudders and Milk Duds. I call them Milk Dudders. And I'll sit there with a diet soda because, God forbid, we need more sugar. And I can watch a movie by myself and I don't have to hear anything. But when the whole movie's filled up with people and they're acting a fool with their phones on, and they're talking to each other. I just want to reach like Mo from the Three Stooges and grab their two heads and <laughs> bang them together. <laughs> yeah. I enjoy something but like the football game last night. If I had tickets to that football game, I would still sit home and watch it because the angles are better. There's replay. I don't have to listen to... Idiots talk about stuff they don't, you know, people annoy me just like people annoy you because we've been through all this before. But when you look through things as a young eye, I went to all kinds of concerts and sporting events when I was younger. I went to Phillies games, Flyers games, you know, Eagles games. We went all over the place and none of that bothered me then. But now it does. So I don't think you're going to hurt your kids. I think by taking them out and doing this stuff, they might not want to go with you. But when their friends want to go. Did you? Aww. Let me ask you a question. Did you like hanging with your mom and dad when you Do were their you, age? Are you comparing me to my mother again? Yes, I am. <laughs> How successful has that been for us, huh? <laughs> I am not my mother. Who? No, he said, did you enjoy time with your mother, with your parents, when you went to festivals and things at like their this, age? All the many times t- that you went, they to, never took us you. anywhere. I teed that up so nicely. <laughs> you did. They never ever took us anywhere, ever. What, what do your kids call your mother? Gams. Gams. We like you. You never took us out and tortured us in public like mom does. You stayed home. Yeah, she she never, they never took us anywhere. I mean, how old were you, John, when you got on your first aeroplane? Well, my father was a pilot. So I was in a small aeroplane when I was about 12. And I landed a plane when I was 14 with my father. He was in the pilot seat and he said, okay, and he taught me how to land. And then the first time I was able to land without him touching the controls, I was 14. Now, nobody wow. knows this, and it was as legal as shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I still did it. I never told anybody about that until just now because he swore me to secrecy, and he's dead now, so they can't get him. Come and the airport that we Coming after you. And the airport that we've, we flew into is now just a parking lot, so it's no um. big deal. But And I'll be honest with you, I, I wasn't a big fan of flying because I was like, you know, if I make a mistake here, we're all going to die. Because we're going a hundred and something mile an hour, and we're trying to land on three wheels. More than that. I'm not a big fan of this. Amy, how old were you the first time you were on a plane? Gosh, I don't even know that I could guess. Um, I was definitely in grade school. I was a I was a kid, so my parents 
took us somewhere, Disney World, oh, something. For, as an airliner. Maybe, maybe before. Maybe before. On an air, as but an yeah. airliner, I went, my senior trip was the first time I was on a commercial airplane. So I was See, Senior in high school. Yeah, okay. I was 17. So was I. Right. For, for a convention. It wasn't even with my parents. Yeah. But yeah, it's crazy, right? Mm-hmm. And then the second time, I think might have been with the D Sharps. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. That was I'm for so the... Sorry. To New Orleans. With the New trip Orleans. that's so controversial, we're not even allowed to talk about. about. Exactly. Yo, Amy was there. I mean, yeah. oh. she was she There's was another there. one I could try to pry some stories out of. She's not going to tell no, you that's a, I, I wrote a graduate level thesis on it and had to change what was it many, called? many, many things. Five days at India. Oh, was it? I thought it was like a debauchery and birth control. But okay. That's chapter 10. <laughs> it's in there, but it's not the whole, yeah. Yeah, I might need to read that. <laughs> I mean, I might need to get a hold of that. Um, you know what? You know what? Uh, John gets really upset when people talk about triggering. This triggered me. There's a brand new iPhone 11 coming out that has three camera holes, right? Three mm-hmm. separate, one for wide angle, one for super wide angle, one for regular. These three circles, these three perfect mm-hmm. little circles. And there are people who are saying that their whole phobia is triggered by the new iPhone. No. John, no, no. What I mean, Amy, how do you even counter somebody Ugh. who says, change the design of your Apple, <laughs> your latest device, because I, I can't look at it without getting hives and being triggered, like Melissa in a crowded festival? Oh, my sweet Lord. First of all, do we really believe that the whole phobic also have the $1,000 required to purchase this sure phone? I, do. I don't think there's going to be in much intersectionality there. Because that is some that is some bat shit Looney Tune town. Whole phobic. Let's just say it. <laughs> they, that goes with the career, career. What the fuck was he saying before? Skull, skull. Scold, scold. Woke, what was scold. It? Woke, scold. Scold, scold, scold. Woke, scold, scold. Woke, scold. John, stop it right now. <laughs> I, Can that please be the title of this no, episode? No, for the love of limited I don't even know how to. Now. No, I wanted to have. I told you, I wanted to animate you on skis. <laughs> I don't know the name of it, but you on skis. REI, think again. So, Apple, what are we making here? Are we making a phone or are we making a camera? We're making a profit. <laughs> yes. I mean, do uh, how many times, why are we making a camera that's a phone? I, I mean, they, they basically now there's a camera that you can make a call on and text. Why don't we do things with the phone that's actually like a phone? It's actually a little tiny computer, but... It is. It's a handheld well, computer. It's a handheld computer. I got in the biggest screaming match with my cousin Jimmy the other day over a phone. Jimmy. I swear to God, I, if, I, if he was here, I would have hit him with a baseball bat. Kind of like wow. we feel about you, you and the woke scold. Woke scold, yeah. So scold woke woke no, scold. Please get it right. Uh, I'll continue to say it until you get it right. Oh God damn it! So the thing is that we don't need three cameras in a phone. One is sufficient. Oh, and right now, nope. the camera that I have in my phone right now is better than any camera I've ever ever owned. Is that a brownie phone? From the girls. No, this is a. It's actually I have an Android. <laughs> You're the one. Everything else. Everything else is back in my day. I don't need a camera. No, I'm not saying is you don't a need a camera. You don't need three, three cameras. 
Well, it's one camera that has three built-in lenses. All you do is choose what kind of picture you would like to take. You don't. You're not exchanging Ugh. lenses. They're ju- they're all there. You just choose night mode, right? Oh, and they have night mode. Yeah, that is put as many holes as you want on my camera. I mm. want night mode. But I'm not getting the new camera. Does that shock you, Johnny? No, it's ridiculous. And it, this is the same thing that Apple's done on the last two or three versions of their iPhone. They've put things out that people don't want, and nobody's buying them, and they're too expensive now. They've actually made it. The tickle point on a phone for a normal person is about $700. Tickle point? Yeah, the Say tickle it again. point what is of that? purchase. Where's that? Can I, what, can, how do I, is that in a store? Mm, $700. It's like, mm, okay, I think <laughs> I can do that. But when you get into $1,000, $1,200 for a phone that's going to last maybe two or three years, it's too much. It's too much. As your people say, Melissa, it's too much. Oh, my people? Yes, your people. I hope you mean the brilliance because I say I it think he means, all the time. Exactly. Do you mean, he means the of woke. Of course I did. Do you mean the scold or the Jews? What are we talking about the here? The woke scold. It's too much. It's just too much. It's not even a thing. It's not even a thing. He's totally I don't know what. Decided. I'll tell you right now. He, Google woke scold right now. I will and not. And I'll see a big face of Bill Burr with his middle finger sticking straight up his own ass. That's what I'll see. And him now with the other one's pointing straight up to the head. the other people. They're going to tell you how to live. I'll tell you how to live. It's like they have their own religion now. They're going to tell you how to live, how to think, what to say. Yeah. Why is it not good enough for anybody to just live their lives anymore? That's what I say. Live and let live. <laughs> if you don't like uh, somebody using an Asian accent, then don't listen. Well, they didn't have to let him go. It was their choice. Nobody made them let him go. They chose once they were made aware of his racist rants. He's not racist. Just because he made was. An, that's not racist. This is the problem. That is not racist. John, you know what racist saying, is? All right, I'm racist, doing it, John. No, uh-uh. I'm off the leash. Uh, I'm off the leash. Stop it. Saying, no, I'm going to say it. John, saying fucking and you can bleep that out, I yeah. hope, is racist. There's nothing you're going to say that's going to, oh, because, no, those I'm words in is, any order is racist. So because of a racist rant he went on, and I'm disgusted that the words came out of my mouth. Oh, I know. Because of that, because of that, I feel greasy, because of that, yes, it's their choice. They didn't know he said it. When they found out that that is something that he used in his wild air quotes comedy that that's not what they wanted to represent their show. Nobody made them do it. So your problems with Saturday night live, not with uh, listen, scold, scold, scold. The only reason it's on is because it's 1130 at night. Nobody else wants to put a show on at time. It's and the only it's reason. It's good. It's, it's back. Horrible. And it's good. It's terrible. It's never been funny since, I don't know, John Belushi died. Disagree. I know you disagree, do. Disagree. Disagree. It's gotten better and better in the last few years. I mean, it does. It does. It does go with a wave. And right now, I think they're riding a high, especially of with the they are, with crazy political woke crap going comedy. on. Oh my God! There it is again. Hey, dear listener, I I would like to appeal to you, um, Amy and I, and maybe sometimes John as well. But I'm pretty sure you know what you're getting with John would like to offer you some bad advice. So we would really love it if you would write us at brilliantobservations at gmail.com or at any of the social medias at Listen Brilliant with problems that you have. Um, we are exceptionally qualified to give you some bad advice. I am at and least. 
and we would like to we would like to open up a new segment but we do need your help. So if you could write in and let us know your questions, comments, thoughts, concerns, but more so your problems, because we would like to help you solve those problems. Yeah, your brother has a really good girlfriend and you know you've had feelings for her. What do you do about that? Ask us. That's right. Aunt comes over in a low cut top showing off her wares. How do you handle that? <laughs> write us. I'll tell you. Yeah. You need some help, I right. think. I think you need Amy. some help. Yeah. If only by that example, uh, by way of showing you what not to do, we can we can maybe give you some guidelines for how to find your path. Your kids go in this little league and they can't stand in a batter's box because he's afraid of a ball hitting them. Ask me. I'll tell you how to straighten it out. Oh, my God. I just see you putting him in front of a pitching machine and gets hit a few times. He won't be so afraid. You know what? Give him some chin music and gets out of the way. Then all of a sudden he's okay. Yeah. So you know that feeling when you flip a coin to get an answer and when the coin doesn't give you what you want to hear, you then know what the right answer is for you. Um, that's yeah. kind of what our new advice segment's going to be <laughs> because we will give you advice yes. and you will say, yeah, that ain't it, which means you say, that's not right. Exactly. I'm like a crazy magic you know. eight ball. You shake it and you never know what you're going to get. You didn't even need to throw in the shake it part. You are like a crazy (laughs) magic eight ball. Yes. Yes. Stop there. (laughs) That that might actually be your tagline from now on. (laughs) I I, know. So please, if you have thoughts and problems, we are here to not make them better. We are here to. We'll get you arrested or thrown out of your family. You'll have to find a new place to have family dinners. We'd love to not help we you. We would love to not help you. Also a great tagline for our new <laughs> for our new segment. We would love to be of very little help. See, what um, I really think should happen, dear listener, is find something in your family that really aggravates you. Write us about it, and we'll give you the answer on how to handle it. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> or, or how not to handle it. You decide. That's the joy of this segment. It's truly up to you, dear listener. You to come home from work and your kid's watching the Hannah Gatsby special. I'll tell you how to handle that. You take that TV and throw it right out in the front lawn. Up to you to decide or perhaps the authorities, depending on what kind of advice you're going to be given sure. on this show. Absolutely. So wait, are you saying we're culpable if... If John gives advice and somebody oh, follows no. it, not culpable first of for all, John. we're going to make a disclaimer. We're going to have a disclaimer on this. <laughs> when do we give that so that we don't wind up in As soon you know, as we start court. the segment, the disclaimer will say, this advice is given by more. Uh, you know what? I'm not a lawyer. I will get some lawyer. <laughs> this advice yes. is given by a moron. How dare you? <laughs> Listen up, Bill. <laughs> That's it. That's our segment. You know, Amy and I are. Starting a business around Listen Up Dope. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm sure that, you are. Mm-hmm. Listen Up Dope, we do not have the answers to your problems. We love hearing your problems and laughing at you for having them, but you know. I, you know what? I will give you an answer to your problems that would make a Florida man proud. Oh, oh. wow. And we will do our best to give the opposite advice <laughs> to, counter, to counteract what he has to say. Right. Point, counterpoint. All right, right, dear dear listener, thank you so much for listening today. It's time to wrap it up, flip it, rub it down. Woke's gold! Oh, no! Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh my god. Whole hives, hives. I've got hives. Um, the one last thing that I wanted to hear from you guys before we actually bye is uh do you have a good sense of direction? Yes. I got I'm I'm going to go with yes and and I think that's a hearty fuck you yes. <laughs> yep, I do. I do I so I So believe do. it or not, I, I have a theory on this. <laughs> am I am I doubting the fact that you've got a theory on something that I'm about to make gender linked? There are men and there are women. Is it a theory or is it a man? So there's a man which, which and there's it? a woman. And the way <laughs> that there's they handle there's a woman and there's a way that they handle directions. And I'll tell you how it is. Men, when you tell a man how to get somewhere, you use bars as landmarks. All right. Women, you use shopping malls and department stores. Strip malls. That's how you t- that's how you tell them to get somewhere because they know where that those landmarks they remember. So you say, okay, you go to the so and so mall. You make a left. You go down that road until you get to where the outlets are. You get off the outlet exit mm. and you make a left. You follow that road all the way down until you get to the Walmart. And then you make a right. See, that's how you do it. Now with a man, you go, okay. So you go to Bill's Tavern. You make a left. You follow that all the way out. And do you get the to Mary's Tavern? What? Jim's ta- then you get to Jim's Tavern. Right. And then you yeah, turn right exactly. there and you head and, to Bob's Tavern. And the guys, tavern. they all know bars. So that's how they know how to get. That's the landmarks they remember. You don't really know the D Sharps. They all know the bars. They totally disprove your well, that was very back in the valuable day. theory. That was back in the day. But yeah. now, do you know more bars oh. or shopping malls? I know the Amish market. There we go. <laughs> Just saying. Is, is there food there? That's my theory. I found that when polled, I came up with more men having a better sense of direction than women. And right. I wanted to know, is that a thing or are just my girlfriends wildly clueless with directions? Do I, do I surround myself with like people? I can't believe I waited 30 seconds to say Melissa got polled. Yes, men have better directional sense so. than females. Because most of the time we do most of, well, I don't know about if we do most of the driving, but we do a lot of driving. Amy does more driving than anybody I know, any human, any human I know. That's right. I actually, I ha- here's the reason that I even hesitated. I have an excellent sense of direction, but I also tend to get very distracted because I'm doing a great many things when I'm driving. So I'll not be paying attention to where I'm going. So the sense of direction, literally, it's the sense when I'm lost which does happen frequently, I can get back to where I'm supposed to be faster and more efficiently than anyone else, including the men in the party who are desperate to say, turn here, turn here. And they're always going, would be sending us in completely the wrong direction. So I sort of spatially know where everything is, but I do lose track of what the turn by turn is because I'm also listening to something on the radio, talking on the phone, taking notes, you know, yelling at somebody in the back seat, conducting a video conference. It's too many things. I don't, I don't want to say and it's Marco like you Polo landing a fucking airplane right. and Marco Polo. But you know what? And sometimes it's a little bit of lipstick. If it's, we're getting ready to go someplace, but I'm here to tell you, I have excellent spatial reasoning and awareness on the globe. I like you disproving that theory. Okay, so can I tell that. one last John story? And we'll I call know. this John's stories from his past. <laughs> All right, so here's so I used to work as a young lad pumping gas because in New Jersey, it's one of the only states where you still have to pump gas for somebody. Right to work state, yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So what would happen was people would come in and they would ask for directions. If you come in and you're getting gas and you ask for directions, I will give you directions. If you come in 
and you don't need gas, but you need directions and you get out of your car and you come into where we are and ask directions, you will get the right directions. If you pull up, sit there and don't need gas, make me walk all the way out to the outside bay and ask me how to get somewhere, you are going in the wrong direction. You've given bad directions I used to do it proudly. The guy would walk in. He'd pull up to the outside. I was in there working. I would clean my hands off. I'd go out, sir. Sir, can I help you? Yeah. How do I get to, I don't know, this road? And like say the road was like a go out and go two blocks down and make a right. I'd say turn around and go two miles back this way and make a left. And I would send this guy on such a wild goose chase. That's super douchey. You know what's super douchey? Pulling up all the way to the outside Making somebody walk all the way out there because you can't get out of the car and ask for directions. That's super douchey. My mother once pulled into a full service station at the gas pump and a guy came and she asked him to check her oil. He checked, said she was fine. She said thank you and pulled away. You know something? That's a different story because if, if it's a woman and <laughs> she doesn't it? know how Yeah, because I'll tell you what. If I'm doing that and I come out there and a woman says, can you please check my oil? And I know she doesn't know how to do something like that. I will check her oil for her, you know, because I guess she didn't even slip him two bucks for that. Like, you know there what? Was no... It's being a gentleman. It's being a gentleman and a lady needs a, you know, needs hands with something. You're, you're a gentleman. You do that. Now, if a guy pulls in and does the same thing, he gets what we call air. Beat no, he gets club. what we call air canned. So what would you do with an air can is you take your two fingers and you put it under the dipstick. So when you push the dipstick back down, it doesn't go all the way in. So it looks like you need a quart of oil. So what we used to do back in the day, they would have a cans of oil. You'd have to put this thing in, which was a spout. You'd push it in there. It was a metal thing. So we'd have the cans that were already empty sitting out there. So you'd take one of them and you would push your thing into it to an empty can. And then you would pour the oil in there and you would charge them $3 for the can of oil, which you didn't get. And you put that $3 in your pocket. See? Air canning. Wow. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I thought you would just keep his dipstick. No, I never did that. I like because how am I going to get away with a dipstick? How am I going to walk away with a dipstick? I don't well, want to ruin a guy's engine. I just want $3. And I thought it was a really cool way to do something like that. Now, that was only if the guy came and just asked for, you know, check the oil and didn't do something. You know, just something really douchey. If he was like really, really douchey. <laughs> or, what was or that? Had he, or had he been Asian? <laughs> if he was Asian. <laughs> Amy, I love you so much. Dear listener, thanks for listening tonight, today, this time. I would. (laughs) Oh, no, don't slip that. Cut that shit out. Uh, We love you. Come back. Please come back. We beg of you. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.